Hello and welcome to IdeaGen TV. Today we are thrilled and honored to welcome Sherry Hashemi, the integrated product team lead at Boeing with her incredible uh, power panel that she has for us today. So with that, Sherry, welcome. Thank you so much for having me and, uh, and allowing me to bring uh, some phenomenal women with me to have this conversation. And uh, I have uh, Dr. Alamdari and Danita with me. Hello. And um, if you'd like to introduce. Um, I am Fariba Alamdari. I am a former vice president at Boeing. Uh, most of my tenure at Boeing was uh, vice president of marketing strategy. I joined Boeing in 2006. And before that, I was professor of air transport management, dean of engineering, manufacturing and science at Cranfield University in England. That's it. My name is Danita Bagdasarian, and I work for the Boeing company. I recently transitioned from Boeing commercial airplanes to Boeing space and defense, I'm having a lot of fun. And I'm also a PhD in aviation candidate at Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University. So I'm hoping to graduate this year. Thank you both so much. So I had the pleasure of meeting Danita and Dr. Alamdari when I started the PhD program at Embry-Riddle. And since then, uh, since August 2019, through this program, I've had multiple conversations with both of them. And I know that's helped me and my resiliency and my journey through this education program. And I wanted to share those conversations and some of the gems that they've helped me with and talk about resiliency. And um, Dr. Amdari, you had mentioned uh, personal investment being one of the best ways to increase resiliency. Did you, do you want to add on to that? Sure. Um, I think when you have passion for something or a subject, you uh, find um, a sense of purpose uh, because you're investing in yourself and you're getting yourself better and then you will be able to help others better. And it's amazing how you find some source of energy even during tough times. And that's exactly what I experienced when I uh, did my own PhD, and I want to add that during this conversation, I'm talking about my own experience. I'm not saying it's prescription for everybody, but investing in ourselves is very, very important, even during tough times. Thank you. And Danita, uh, you've gotten started a little bit before me, so you're... Uh, yeah. So close, so close as a PhD candidate. And um, how would you recommend to folks who would want to get started right now? Or do you have any um, piece of advice that you would you would give them? Yeah, for getting started, and you're talking about in general, talking about going back to school as a working professional, right? So the biggest thing is sometimes we have a very limited perspective of the world um, coming out of an undergrad. And so we think, I, 
at least in engineering, we tend to think I want to be a design engineer and that's the only career out there is you and I know that's not the only career out there. There are some pretty exciting jobs. And the best way to kind of narrow down your focus is to talk to people who have those jobs and to expand your worldview, ask a lot of questions. Um, if you approach people from the um, like the perspective of, hey, I wanna learn about your job. I'm just very curious about what you do. People are so willing and excited to talk about themselves and to share their experiences with you. And kind of doing that and digging around gives you a little bit of an idea of what you might be interested in. And I think that's a process um, you recently went through. So uh, you might have a little bit to add to that. Yeah, yeah. For, um, one of the reasons why I picked the program was I got super excited and it was that passion that Dr. Alamdari was talking about. It's like, I want to take that class, you know, that class looks interesting, or that looks cool, or, oh, that would be really interesting to learn. What's more about that? And uh, for folks who, you know, want to optimize off of this time during uh, the pandemic and everything kind of slowing down and having maybe a little more time, um, if you're looking to get into a program, you know, find something that sparks that interest. It might ignite a little bit of something of, oh, well, I would love to learn more about this, or that would be an interesting class, because I know um, we've all experienced some of the fatigue. Um, I know particularly pandemic fatigue is now a thing um, that we were all learning about, and it can be hard to keep going. And so when you have that level of interest, I think it's really important, um, as that will help push you through. And Dr. Miller, your story is incredible. You have so much from where you started to getting through to your PhD and even just going to school as a mom, fully employed, out of country. I mean, what could you, what would you like to share on how to keep going? Um, yes, uh, when I was doing my PhD, I had two very young children. And as I said, I was in England. I am originally from Iran, so my parents, my um, you know, family weren't there to provide me with support. And when I was doing my PhD, there were often times that I was thinking I can't do it because I had a part-time job at the university and doing PhD, two young children. But what I had was a very supportive husband who was uh, helping me to go through these uh, tough times. And I must add also that as a mother, I um, sometimes feeling that having uh, childcare and not being able to be with my children all the time may have consequences. And I shared the story that sometime I had dreamed that my kids end up um, in, in jail and I go and visit them and uh, people say, yeah, the mother who didn't take care of their kids, they became this and that and I blame myself. So you have all these emotional issues plus physical and time, but through perseverance and because of my passion for doing research, because of my passion for aerospace, I love this industry. And also because I like to be called a doctor. I'm shameless, I say that. So all these was motivating me to go on 
um, and get over those moments that I wanted to give up. Thank you, Dr. Almdari, and I appreciate the honesty <laughs> with all of that from, you know, the fears of failure and the fears of, am I doing the right thing? Is, you know, is, is it, what, what are the sacrifices I'm making? And then, you know, and you push through and obviously your children are, I think, both doing very well. <laughs> so you're, you made it out okay on that aspect. And I just really appreciate that, that level of honesty because I think there might be some idea that it's supposed to be easy. And um, the one thing that I really liked about our program and Danita, I'll, um, if you'd like to expand on this too, is we're told from the very beginning, it is a magnet for life experiences. When you do more and you add more to your plate, it's almost as if it's pulling um, some other forces to have more life things happen. Um, Danita, you recently started a brand new job, completely different division, state, whole thing. Yeah. So um, like they've told us, they've drilled it to, into us from day one in this program. I think they, they kind of scared our cohort by telling us this before classes started at the first residency. Life events are going to happen. Accept that and be willing to um, connect with other people in the program so that you have a support group. And that will really help you get through anything that can be thrown at you. Um, so I, like you said, I accepted a new job, moved halfway across the country. Things were hectic. This was fortunately before the pandemic. Um, this was last January. And it got a little bit crazy, even with kind of it being under normal circumstances. My apartment wasn't ready. I had a hard time getting internet set up. Um, my boxes were scattered across the country uh, with the movers. And it kind of got to the point where I had to be honest with myself and be honest with my classmates and my professors that I needed help and that I needed some extensions or my partner to chip in a little bit extra for the first couple of weeks of the program um, so that I wouldn't end up dropping out. And I'm glad I made that decision because sure enough, two months later, everything's uh, in lockdown mode and you know, life's completely flipped upside down. Um, so I think having that uh, honesty with yourself, um, in addition to the the community around you to um, when you're not able to be honest with yourself, to be honest with you, because Sherry, you've done that for me so many times. You did it for me a few days ago. So it all it's all about just accepting what your limitations are and, and getting help beyond that. I think the thing is, limitations are okay. And I think that that's part of that resiliency is, is understanding if you have a, a limitation, do you want that to be that? Do you want to push beyond that? Um, is there a different way of looking at it? Um, I think that that is all part of that resilience and growing that elasticity as a person and being able to move forward and keep going. Um, Dr. Almdari, do you have any um, experiences about some of the challenges you faced? That you would like to share? Sure. Um, doing a, a PhD or any programs or anything we do, um, during that period things happen. And what I learned that um, there are good times, bad times, and ugly times. But I learned that we grow 
through challenging times. That's when we develop thicker skins. And what I also learned that our mindset plays an important role, how we react to challenging situations. If we fall into victim mentality, why all these things happening to me during this time? Um, as I said, I have two young children, I had part-time job and I had my PhD. Uh, and during that time, my husband um, got ill and he has or had a career um, and he had to commute. And, you know, all these things come together and it's easy to say, I can't do it. And I have all the reasons to say why I can't do it. But it's that moment that you say, I'm not a victim. I am in control. I can do it. And suddenly we find capacity in life. I learned that we have more capacity than we think. It's just we have to be aware of it and be confident that we have it and not give up. That's my experience. I think that's um, some great points that you bring up there. And, you know, the life events will fold in on themselves and um, having that ability to push through, knowing that you'll make it through. And um, I think one of the best things about all of this has been the expansion in perspective because then you know your perspective originally might be I can't or can I or is this okay or can I um, and then as you push through and you accomplish and you make it a day another day and another day and another day and you continue to go from one to the next and you build off of that I think one of the biggest benefits out of that personal investment and increasing that level of resiliency is the perspective. And I think that perspective will help in every aspect of your life. Um, and Denine, I know you and I had this conversation just a few days ago about the power perspective, how to look at problems. Um, would, do you have some, anything that you'd like to share on, on that bit of conversation that we had from perspective? Yeah, I like the point that you had made in that conversation about, um, because we were talking about the benefits of, of going through something difficult because it is a challenge. It is a huge commitment. A PhD is anywhere from what, four to seven years, if not in some majors longer. Um, so you're taking on a lot and um, there's, it's not just the, the end goal. It's not just the PhD, the piece of paper, the title at the end that is rewarding. It's every step along the way. And I think the phrase you used was there's value in the process. And that's so true. Um, I even look at, I'm not even done with the program, but just kind of comparing where I'm at today and my thought processes and the feedback that I give other people in how I evaluate information that comes at me. It's so different from the thought process that I had a year ago or two years ago or as an undergrad. And um, these are the skills that you're developing as you go into a grad program or a PhD program. And so if you kind of keep in mind that you're not just gaining a technical uh, education, you're gaining all of these soft skills and um, critical thinking skills, then you're better set up to deal with the challenges that come with the program day by day. 
Excellent. Thank you, Dr. Amelie. Um, would you like to share on how your perspective changed through your personal investment? Absolutely. Um, Danita, you are absolutely right. Um, I did my PhD many years ago, um, but the process um, is incredible. As Danita said, critical thinking, thinking out of the box, because to be successful in your PhD program, you have to obviously bring something novel and build on previous research. So you're constantly trying to think out of the box. And I love that and that training and that process. Also systematic thinking at the same time. And again, because of my family situation, I learned the importance of being disciplined, organized, and the importance of planning and um, preparing. So for me, uh, it was um, not only, as Danita said, you know, getting deeper in research in aerospace, but I learned so many other skills, uh, as I mentioned, like discipline, organization, planning, uh, perseverance, uh, resiliency, um, out-of-box thinking, and, you know, all that I can go on and on. But it is um, not easy, because if it was easy, you know, um, you know, it could be done or you may not bother to do it, but it's very rewarding. Thank you, Dr. Alandarian. And that's, um, you know, we had chatted about how to keep going and why you should keep going. And that's, I think, a phenomenal point on on the value of staying and sticking with it. It's, it's likely going to have hard times, good times, even the really ugly times. Now the pandemic times that we're adding on there. Um, you know, how how do you keep going, Danita? Being so close. I mean, you're at a point where some people end up extending or quitting or putting a hold on things. And you're months away from defending. So how how do you keep going and? why should folks other people keep going too if they're on that brink of hitting the pause or oh maybe later you know how what do you have well if you think about it um we're in lockdown right now in texas so um there's not a whole lot to do so what am i going to do with my time time is going to pass regardless of how i choose to spend it i might as well be productive um so i try to keep that perspective and try to stay productive every day, even if it's just doing a minor task, even if it's just uh, cleaning up a little bit after myself or getting my space ready for the next day, if not doing some serious research and writing. Um, but in addition to that, the keeping the perspective, um, keeping the time management, I think the biggest thing has been the community. I have um, a great supportive family. I have great friends. They don't all understand what I'm doing, what my research is. Um, a lot of them don't work in the industry, so they can't really relate. Um, but Sherry, you and I talk pretty much every day, sometimes multiple times a day. And that has been a great source of encouragement for me. Um, it helps me to uh, get my thoughts out and kind of share some ideas or um, I get a, sometimes you challenge me in what I'm thinking. So I get a different perspective. 
And there's a quote that you used a while back, and I'm hoping you can remind me uh, what it was, but it had to do with thinking simple versus um, having meaningful conversations with people. And so having those conversations with you, it keeps me on target, keeps me um, focused because you do encourage me. And when I'm having a tough time and I'm trying to pressure myself to be productive that day or that week, it's helpful that you tell me that I need to take a break. I need to step back, drink some water, you know, eat lunch or um, take a nap, whatever it is that, you know, helps me to reset and get back into that productive mode so I can keep going. So I, I think everyone, if you're thinking about going into a program, get your networking on early on so that you have that support system from day one and that you don't feel tempted to just, uh, take an indefinite break or or put things off because that's going to then cause you to develop these uh, habits that will kind of uh, in the long term snowball and maybe prevent you from moving forward and finishing. Those are some really good points to do that. Um, I think add off of that, what, you know, one of the things we've talked about is we, we hammer on the necessity of rest. Rest is necessary. Uh, what that looks like could be a power nap. It could be going to bed early. It could be exercising, reading a book, finding the next Netflix thing to binge on for a little bit, clear your mind. Uh, I think one of the best ways to keep going is to honor that piece of yourself that needs to rest and to give yourself that little bit of reset because it's going to be taxing and it's going to add on and it's going to build and build and build. And by giving yourself that opportunity and that space to rest, you're going to be a little more recharged. Find a way to recharge those batteries. Um, Dr. Amdari, you went from um, academia and then into the industry. You know, did you find in those who are maybe in academia going to industry or industry wanting to go into academia or doing both same time? Um, what are some of the the benefits that you have seen from your experiences in the why, you know, what are what are the what are those gems that come from this out of those experiences? Um, I go back to what I said at the beginning. Um, your passion plays an important role um, in difficult times. I'm sure everybody has experienced that when you love something, you can spend hours and you don't feel it. When you don't like to do something, a short time seems like a long time. So for me, um, I, I, I don't know why, but like many other people in the aerospace, we are always fascinated with this industry. And I loved what I did and the common strand, uh, whether I was in academia and then, uh, as we said, in 2006, I joined Boeing, it was aerospace. And, uh, and I loved what I did. And also in both um, areas, I had the opportunity to um, uh, you know, be a leader of organization. And I love working with people and I love uh, helping them to grow. So all these things that I am passionate about uh, help me, but also I think um, staying close to, um, you know, your source of support um, is very important. You know, people or even one person that you can talk with freely without fear of being judged. 
and and, uh, and then third thing is uh, yes giving yourself time and um, taking care of your uh, the health of your body and your mind is important even if it's 10 minutes 15 minutes all these come together help me to move on um, and uh, as i said you know i retired uh, from boeing in 2019 and um, and if i have to do everything in my life i'll do it again the same way because i found my passion that's that's amazing and you know i think that that part of that investment gives you that perspective and that chance to branch off to find your passion and you know that passion will help push and continue to move you forward. Um, as we're ending on our time here, do you have any parting words of encouragement or advice that you would like to leave the audience? Danita, you wanna go first? Yeah, uh, so if you're watching this and you're thinking about going to school and thinking about maybe making one of these major life changes, um, we've talked a lot about um, community and passion and asking for help. Um, and it's good to have people to lean on and to have that source of support. But don't forget that you can be that for somebody else. Um, it's hard to picture ourselves as leaders, but everybody has that in them, that capacity. So definitely put yourself out there and start helping other people and encouraging other people. You might find that um, someone is looking to you and the position that you're in today as kind of their goal and they have questions and you can definitely get that leadership experience through through helping them and supporting them. Excellent. Dr. Alan Murray? Um, I <clears throat> would say um, not only in terms of doing a program, it could be a PhD, MBA, a, a certificate course or anything else in life, if we genuinely uh, believe that we are the CEO of our own destiny, and multiple research has shown that um, the most powerful influence on resiliency is the way we think and our mindset. So moving ourselves to a positive space with support of everything we talked about, getting help, and I loved what uh, Danita said, and also helping others, it gives you uh, a, a source of energy. As I said, getting our uh, mindset in a positive space followed by action. If we do nothing, nothing happens. Take the next step is very important. Thank you, Dr. Almdari. And again, find that bit that you're passionate about. There's so many new opportunities, especially as we transition from face-to-face -to, -face to now. There's more programs online. There's more avenues to explore. There hopefully is some bandwidth that you have to be able to give yourself that personal investment and um, find something you're passionate about and be well. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Thanks Thank you for inviting us. Thank you. Thank you.